Hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I am your host for Creation Anew, and I'm so glad that you're here uh, with us on the podcast today. Uh, I am the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana, and I, I welcome you. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, good to see you back. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you're with me. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we started in the last episode, we started um, talking about um, just assessing where we are in, a, in, in, in our world. And one of the things that we that we determined is that we live in a world that's a little goofy and what i mean by a little goofy is uh, it's a sinful world and sinful because it rebelled against the one who created the world and knows how the world should run well the world decided they could do things better and we are in a mess we've been been in a mess for um, a number of years and we still are in a mess and we talked um, a little bit from Leviticus in the Bible Leviticus 18 3 where God was telling um, the nation of Israel to not be like other nations well those other nations were sinful and, and so was Israel the whole world is corrupted by sin and as we come to grips with that truth that we live in a broken sinful world we should start looking at our world a little differently so that was that was where we started off and i'd like to continue in that in that whole aspect and one of the things that i challenged people um, with the last time we met was really you know coming to grip with the fact that we live in a broken world and this world is not going to get um, how do I say it's it's not going to fix itself it's not going to right itself now that doesn't mean that we we shouldn't try to to um, you know to encourage other people to be better it doesn't mean that societies can't change and be better but there, there's a missing ingredient with the world becoming a perfect place it will never be perfect until it has been remade and you you should find that out as we go along here um, what I'm talking about as far as being remade but we learned that we can't trust the world and and we need to be careful how much faith we have in the goodness of people because people are basically sinful they they have a corruption within them now we find this in places like Acts 240 that talk about the world as a perverse place now this should be of interest to a non-believer because many times non-believers and they they are asking a great question in saying why is there so much corruption and evil in the world that's a great question and just asking that question because the, the the nature of which most even unbelievers ask that question is they're, they're tired they kind of they kind of um, ask the question in a form of a groan if you will and say why is there so much evil in the world and just asking that question in that way shows 
that as human beings, we understand that things aren't like they should be. And in Acts 2.40, we find the world being described as a perverse, um, a, a sinister, uh, an evil place. And the reason why that is, is because every, every person living on the earth, except for one, and I'll, I can get to that later, everybody has fallen short of God's glory. Now, what does that mean? Well, what that means is the creator, God, is perfect. And, and if you don't believe that there can be perfection, then start asking yourself, why do we have the concept of perfection? I mean, if we have the concept, that must mean that perfection is, is out there. And if it's out there, there has to be a being who is perfect. Well, that perfect being would be God. And because the world chose to do things in rebellion to the perfect being, rather than to listen to what he told us to do, we, we have this problem. We have fallen short of the dignity that God placed upon the world, on the dignity that comes from God. It's God's glory. And we find that in Romans 3.23, where because everybody has sinned, we fall short of the glory of God and his created um, universe or his created his creation. And that means left to ourselves, human beings can really do nothing but corrupt everything in our world. We do it through evil thoughts and evil, evil intents and evil acts. That's who we are. That's why the world is a corrupt place, because human beings are corrupt. And the last time we met, I asked, you know, do you understand? Because sometimes we put too much faith in human beings, and we, we shouldn't. And that doesn't mean we live our lives not trusting people. But it just means that we have to understand their nature. Uh, if you if you have a a uh, an animal, an animal that's domesticated, well, there's still a part of that animal that has a nature that it can turn. Okay, I, I'm a lover of dogs, but but dogs can have a nature that that can turn bad. Well, human beings have a nature like that too, and we can't fully trust human beings. Because we have corrupted this world. Now, many people will get upset because they think human beings are the cause for global warming and for pollution, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, in, in some respects, yeah, they're right. But that's not the real issue of the problem with the world. The real issue that humans have, have tainted the world because we rebelled against God. And if we are left to our own devices, we will mess up things. In fact, the Bible in Isaiah 64, 6 says that even the best of human deeds are like filthy rags to God. Please don't make me explain filthy rags because <laughs> you won't like it. It's not, it's not, it's not pretty at all. 
And what the Bible means is that even the best that human beings can do are, is, is still a corruption. And we can present good works to God, but it's still corrupted. And it's still, a, 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 it's still like a filthy rag to him. It's useless to him. And we need to understand this. This, this will help us to understand our world. And, and believe me, the world in which we live right now, you know, we scratch our heads and we say, I'm not catching what's going on. Why do people do the things they do? Well, we're starting to answer that question. It's because people, people do bad things because people have a bad nature. Okay? And we need to understand that. So the, the world is a fallen place. Human beings are fallen. And, and this is the world in which we live. Now, I've been telling you that um, this world will never be perfect unless it's remade. And this is kind of the concept behind why I call this ministry Creation Anew. Because there can be a newness to human beings. There can be a newness to the creation. And what I'm going to argue is that if you want to change your world for the better, you need to first come to grips with where we are as as a world. We're corrupt. And that's a tough thing to shake. But we can see a difference in our world by having the world being recreated. Remade, in other words. And there's only one avenue through which this recreation can come. And what I'm going to argue is it's through Jesus Christ. Now, through Jesus, humanity is offered freedom from this world being corrupt, being evil, we're offered freedom. Now, and it, it comes to those who will look at the claims of Christ. And what are the claims of Christ? Uh, just real quick. In a nutshell, the claims of Christ is human beings. The, the claims of Christ are, I should say, get correct grammar. My wife makes fun of me, by the way, because I come from southern Indiana. She comes from northern Indiana. And by the way, people from northern Indiana have a tendency to be grammar snobs. So she tells me all the things I do wrong whenever I speak. But I'm, I digress. The claims, the claims of the Bible, of Jesus Christ, are that humanity is corrupted because we rebelled against God. And God has to deal with corruption and he deals with it by sentencing corrupt beings to death and that's because he's just and Jesus Christ came to pay the penalty for corrupt beings for those that are that who have sinned and when he went to the cross he died for the world's sins and he was buried and he rose from the dead and he offers new life. You see, he he rose from the dead. 
And because he paid for our sins and he rose from the dead, he offers forgiveness because the debt's already been paid. He paid it. And, and he offers a new life. And through this new life, humanity has an exit strategy from the corruption of this world. Now, how do you get that? Well, you get it by resting upon the work of Christ for forgiveness of sin. It's not by trying to be better yourself. It's, it's through dependence upon what Christ did and, and, and to take the payment that he made as full payment for your sin. And when someone does that, they are freed from the corruption of this world. And they, they are, are taken out of the realm of this world and put into another realm. Now, before you turn me off thinking that I've had too many mushrooms today, what do I mean by all this? What I mean is that this recreation that, that offers hope for a corrupt world comes through Christ. And it starts whenever someone trusts in Christ for salvation, for forgiveness of sin. And what happens is you, you, have, you have a change of heart and mind of the individual. And when you have a change of the heart and mind, because that, that heart and mind is being recreated, you have a new being. That's the basis for why I call this ministry creation anew, by the way. There's a hope through Christ of being a new creation. Now, let's widen this out a little bit. If you have a newly created being, a changed being, that has a new nature, a nature that, that, that tends to go away from corruption and to cling on to righteousness, the world around that new creation can be changed too. Does that make sense? Let me say it again. Whenever someone comes to Christ who's, who's, who's been tainted by sin, whenever they come to Christ, something happens on the inside of that person and they're changed. And from that change, they start living differently. And if you multiply person after person after person, who's been changed by Christ, they become new creatures. They start living differently in the world and you start seeing a change in the world. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, put up a, a, a false narrative here. People who have trusted in Christ for the forgiveness of their sins still struggle with a tainted nature even though they have a new nature that's that's being nurtured in them the old nature which likes evil which is corrupt still has a presence within them that's why we still fall and and do bad things as believers but because of the change that 
that Christ brings, there is a there, there is, it's like a little seed that's planted in the heart and mind of the individual, and it starts growing. And the more it grows and influences that individual, the more that individual changes to become more like Christ. That is the hope. That change that comes through Christ is the hope for a corrupt world. I'm hearing I'm hearing some of you out there it sounds like I don't know. Well, the best way I know to show this to you is changed lives. Now some of you out there may say, you know, I've seen Christians and and they don't look too changed to me and I'll be honest with you. I've seen a lot of that too. But when I'm telling you whenever someone whenever someone is changed by Christ, they they it may be a slow change, but they are changed and things start running differently. In the 1st century, um, the church of Jesus Christ, the, 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 the believers, um, faced a, a very corrupt world. They faced a world that, that, I mean, it was filled with death. It was very corrupt. And one of the corruptions that you saw in the, the ancient world in, in first century Rome uh, was the Colosseum. Nowhere in scripture will you find the church fighting the, the Colosseum. They didn't pick it. They didn't come up and say, we need a ministry to end uh, the Colosseum. Because people, you know, women, children, animals, they all died in the Colosseum. It was sport to watch people get slaughtered, to see animals get slaughtered. You never see the church put up some kind of campaign against the Colosseum. And, and, and here is why. Because... If you just tell people you got to stop doing evil and and maybe you bring up legislation or a rule or a law that's not going to change their hearts and if the church would have said well we need to appeal to rome to stop the corruption of the Colosseum," it really wouldn't work but what would work is to change the hearts and minds of people and once they saw that the acts of the Colosseum were evil, people started leaving. That's the change that Jesus Christ can bring into a life. Now we've talked about our corrupt world. We've talked about how the world can be changed. But I'd like to go a little bit further um, into this. And, and we can do that in, uh, in the next episode lord willing so let's stop there thank you for your time i really appreciate it and uh i'm i'm glad that that you guys are telling other people about this ministry i'm so thankful that you pray for me and this ministry thank you for doing that if you have prayer requests you can send those to me if you want to my email address is randy at creationanew.com if you want to send them through mail, uh, the U.S. Postal Service, you could do that too. My address is Creation Anew, 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46158. 
Um, please check us out on creationanew.com. That's our website. You can find more things on there. You can check us out on Facebook. And uh, I, I hope to see you guys very, very soon. It, please continue to pray. Please tell others about this ministry. And if you want to give monetarily, that's fine. But the first things first, you need to take care of your family and take care of your home church first. Then if you want to give to Creation Anew, you can do that. And you can see that on our website or you can go to Anchor, which is where um, um, where most of these podcasts are, are produced and created. And uh, find us on there and you can donate. So thank you so much for, uh, for listening. And uh, until next time. You guys take care. Bye-bye.